0: I have a question for you. When was the last time you called your own phone number and listened to your own voicemail greeting? You know that message your colleagues and friends hear every time they call you and you don't pick up? Hi there. You've reached Andrea Wachnicki. Please leave me a message and I'll call you back as soon as I can. Talk soon. Yikes. Okay. Here's the thing. Your voicemail greeting is just one of the many, many ways that we can implicitly communicate our personal brand to others. And it's also something that we often overlook. In this podcast episode, I'm going to take you through a checklist of five impactful, but often overlooked ways that you can communicate and reinforce your personal brand. Let's do this. Let's Talk About Talk. Greetings and welcome to Talk About Talk, episode number 109. Focusing on impactful but overlooked ways to communicate your personal brand. I'm your executive communication coach, Dr. Andrea Wojnicki. Please, call me Andrea. I'm so delighted that you're here. If you're an ambitious executive with a growth mindset, well, then you're in the right place. You've probably spent years learning the technical skills, And now it's time to up your game by focusing on your communication. And that's exactly what we're all about here at Talk About Talk. If you go to the talkabouttalk.com website, you'll find online courses, tip sheets, corporate workshops, one-on-one coaching, the archive of this bi-weekly podcast, and I really hope you'll sign up for the free weekly communication coaching newsletter. One of the most common topics that we focus on at Talk About Talk is our personal brand. The reason for this is really quite simple. Focusing on your personal brand can make a huge impact on you, on your career, and frankly, on your life. Of course, we cover many other important communication-oriented topics, things like confidence, listening, storytelling, and demonstrating leadership. But it's this topic of personal branding where I've witnessed more epiphanies, and frankly, where I've seen the most impact. If you're looking for a quick personal branding primer, there are many, many free resources on the website where you can get up to speed on personal branding. Just go to talkabouttalk.com, and then at the top, search personal brand, and you'll see a list of the relevant podcast episodes, communication coaching newsletters, and even a comprehensive online course. Over the past several years, I've coached hundreds of executives on their personal brand through one-on-one coaching and in workshops. Many of these executives hadn't considered some of the important ways that we all communicate our personal brand. There are a few in particular that come up again and again, like your voicemail greeting. Inevitably, when I ask, when's the last time you updated your voicemail greeting? I usually get nervous laughter. So in today's episode, I thought I'd simplify things for you. Think of this episode as your checklist of five things that you can do right now to make a significant impact on your personal brand. Are you ready? Wait, wait. Before I share that list with you, I have to start with what I always say. You don't have to take notes because I do that for you. So just sit back and relax or keep doing whatever you're doing. Driving, walking, housework, you know the drill. You listen, I take notes. Then you can access the summary in the show notes later on the TalkAboutTalk.com website. Okay, let me start with this. I know I sound like a broken record. I say this all the time, but we all have a personal brand, whether we choose to strategically manage it or not. And let me be clear, when I say strategically manage... I am not talking about manipulation, and I'm certainly not talking about perpetuating falsehoods about ourselves. I'm talking about identifying our positive and unique traits, and then articulating our superpowers. Once you've taken the time to articulate your personal brand, then you can control your narrative, you can become the go-to expert, and you can optimize your career decisions. This stuff is critical. So how exactly can you develop your personal brand? Well, I like to break it down into two main steps. Step one is the creation or the articulation. The words identifying what exactly your superpowers are. The second step is communication. And that's what we're focusing on here today. How we communicate or reinforce that personal brand. It's where we're communicating. It's the media. When you think about communicating your personal brand, what do you think of first? The low-hanging fruit, at least in a professional context, seems to be LinkedIn. When I'm working with clients, that's where we typically start. We update and optimize their LinkedIn profile. If we've done it right, then usually it comes pretty easy. And after the LinkedIn profile, then we usually focus on writing out their short and their long bio, and then their resume, and so on. Then, the world opens up. Recently, I was talking to someone and I said, the opportunities of where to communicate your personal brand are infinite. Many people automatically go to things like the way you dress or grooming, like how you do your hair. Body language also comes up a lot, as does the sound of your voice, your tone, your accent, your apparent confidence. But there are several communication medium that seem to come up again and again, as overlooked, yet important in this context of communicating your personal brand. So here it is, your checklist. The first one on this list is the one I already mentioned, your voicemail greeting. Please call yourself. Listen to your voicemail message. I am shocked at how many impressive executives out there have left their voicemail as the generic cellular carrier message. It doesn't even mention their name. Some executives have asked me, is this really such a bad thing? And I always say, you are missing out on an opportunity for people to hear your name, your voice, and your words. So update your voicemail greeting and ask yourself critically, do my words and my tone effectively reinforce my personal brand? Okay, That's the first item on your checklist for reinforcing your personal brand. The next three things on this list are in the online context, where we seem to be spending more and more of our time these days. There's your email signature, your online meeting background, and your headshot, and specifically your gravatar. More on that in a second. Let's start with your email signature. Think about the number of emails that you send every day and consider the opportunity to create an impression through your email signature. I do have a few do's and don'ts here. And as I said, you can always reference the summary for this episode in the show notes, including this list of do's and don'ts. So first, do always customize the way you sign off in an email. It is a pet peeve of mine when people have a generic, non-customized sign-off, like regards your name, regards Andrea, it's obvious that that person has made their sign-off part of their email signature instead of customizing the sign-off. At best, when they do this, they're missing out on an opportunity for a more personalized sign-off, something more personal and relevant, like like, looking forward to seeing you soon or thanks for everything. And at worst, their sign-off may be inappropriate for the context of that specific email. So please don't be lazy. Please customize your sign-off with every email you write. It's no big effort. It's just a few words. So now we're talking about the email signature. This is what shows up after your name, after your sign-off. The do's and don'ts here. Do block it off with a line or some sort of frame. Think of it as a frame for a business card. Do personalize it and maybe even update it on a regular basis. I have a friend who adds a short quote that she updates every few weeks, and that is a great way for her to reinforce how thoughtful and well-read she is. And I update my email signature to include a link to the latest Talk About Talk podcast episode. Think about how you can keep your email signature updated. What else could you include? Okay, what else? Do include links in your email signature. Relevant links, perhaps to your LinkedIn profile, or to your corporate website, or to your bio, or a piece of work that you're particularly proud of. Do include contact information, but be careful here. Think about how you want people to contact you. And this is one that I see a lot. Do not include your email address in your email signature. I have to say this is one of my pet peeves. This is an email. Obviously, I have your email address. And if not, I just need to click reply. So including your email address is actually wasting space, isn't it? What else? Well, there's your phone number. Think about how you want people to connect with you. If you want them to call you, include your phone number there. But if not, there's no need to include your phone number. Okay, and last, in terms of your email signature, Do not make it too long. I realize I've shared a lot of ideas with you here, but you need to focus and be selective. Keep it short. Okay, next, your online meeting background. Of all the items on this list, this is probably the one that you have thought about, but I am shocked at how many executives I speak with every day who have clearly not considered the significance of their online meeting background. Every time you're in an online meeting, people are staring at whatever shows up behind you, behind your head, whether it's in a Zoom meeting or a Teams meeting or whatever platform you're using. And there are many ways that you can optimize this. First, first and foremost, make sure your camera is at eye level. And I've said this more than a few times. We do not want to look down at your shiny forehead and we certainly don't want to look up your nose. Make sure you're looking straight into the camera, eye to eye. Also, make sure that the light source is in front of you. Think of it as a spotlight on your face. You might not have a ring light, and you might not even need a ring light, but make sure wherever the light is, whatever kind of light you're using, it's shining on your face, not shining towards the camera. And then clean away any unnecessary clutter behind you. Don't be a slob. And last, add items that may reinforce your personal brand. In my online meeting background, I have a bookshelf with books that I often reference. Yes, even in online meetings. There may be an opportunity for you to reinforce your personal brand with trophies or plaques that you've been awarded, or maybe some meaningful art, or perhaps a photo you took. Think about it. What token or item might help reinforce your personal brand that you can put into your online meeting background. Okay, so that's the third way to reinforce your personal brand. We've covered your voicemail greeting, your email signature, and now your online meeting background. Two more to go in this checklist. The next item is your gravatar. Do you know what that is? You probably know what an avatar is. Well, a gravatar is a globally recognized avatar. In short, it's a headshot that follows you around the internet. So whenever you create a post or a comment, the image or the headshot that you choose shows up. You probably already have an avatar or a headshot on social media platforms that you use like LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, or whatever. Don't worry, the gravatar will not replace that. But for when you're on another platform or a website and you're commenting, the advantage of having a Gravatar is that it allows you to create an instantly recognizable visual identity that you created. While everyone else has their initials or a generic image of a headshot silhouette, you have your Gravatar. Recently, I updated my Gravatar to a professional headshot that I had done a few months ago. I encourage you to do the same. I'll leave links to Gravatar resources and articles for you in the show notes. Okay, so that's number four on the checklist. We've already covered your voicemail greeting, your email signature, your online meeting background, and now your Gravatar. Just one more to go. Can you guess what this last one is? Honestly, I doubt it. This one is a bit out there. I chose this one based on some insightful conversations that I've had with some really smart managers. This is a communication context that happens frequently, both online and in person. It can have a significant impact, but it's one that we really don't think about that carefully. So it fits our criteria for this checklist perfectly. Hmm. Number five on your checklist of ways to reinforce your personal brand is your answer to the common question. So how was your weekend? I know that sounds crazy. Let that sink in for a minute. How was your weekend? How do you typically answer that question? There's the deflection. It was great. Thanks. How was yours? There's venting. OMG, you would not believe what happened. There's also the focus on working too hard. I worked most of the weekend. And there's the implicit bragging. Well, I flew to Paris and I met celebrity ABC. Okay, probably not exactly that, but you get the idea. This hadn't occurred to me as an opportunity to reinforce my personal brand until, like I said, I had a few conversations with some really, really smart managers There's this one great CEO in particular who asked me to help her staff think about this stuff. Specifically, she shared this scenario. It's Monday afternoon and her team is logging into a status meeting with their client. The client initiates the small talk and asks, how was your weekend? Inevitably, she said, one of her junior staffers would start bragging about spending the weekend at a luxury cottage in Muskoka. For those of you outside of Canada, Muskoka is a highly coveted vacation area just north of Toronto, where many affluent people spend their weekends. The analogy would be like the Hamptons for New Yorkers or skiing for the weekend in Vail or Aspen. It is a scene. So this is just one example of this, how was your weekend scenario, but you get the idea. When people ask you about your weekend, you have 48 hours of experience consider when you're answering the question. And as I always say, when it comes to our personal brand, we are complicated, sophisticated human beings. We have multiple roles we play in terms of our careers, in terms of our family and friends, in terms of our hobbies and so on. We can't share everything with everyone all the time. So what do we do? We filter depending on the context. When someone asks you, how was your weekend? You could answer in terms of where you were, or who you were with, or what you did, and so on. You could even talk about the weather, or as I said, you can deflect it. But you can also consciously, strategically reinforce your personal brand. If you're an executive with global experience, you could mention something that reinforces that. If you want your boss to know that you spent Sunday afternoon working on a project, well... Mention that. If you want to reinforce your energy or your connections, your network, you could mention with whom you went to a rock concert. You get the idea. My default is to be positive, to share a positive experience and always ask the other person about their weekend. It's definitely something to keep in mind. Again, it's not about being manipulative. It's about being strategic or conscious about what you're implicitly saying about yourself. It's about filtering. Why is it important? Well, worst case, what you say about your weekend is an opportunity to mistakenly offend people. But on the other hand, there's also an opportunity to reinforce something that you want others to know about you. All right, that's it. Five impactful but often overlooked ways that you can communicate and reinforce your personal brand. Do you remember what they are? Number one, your voicemail greeting. Number two, your email signature. Number three, your online meeting background. Number four, your gravitar. And number five, your answer to the question, how was your weekend? How many of these things have you leveraged lately? Are they updated and optimized? I'd love to hear what you think about this list. Which ones will you decide to focus on and also, are there any big things that I missed on this list? Let me know how it goes or if you have any questions. If you go to the talkabouttalk.com website, you can click on contact and send me a message there. Again, while you're on the website, I really hope you'll sign up for the Talk About Talk newsletter. This is your chance to get free communication coaching from me every week in a simple to digest email. Just go to talkabouttalk.com. Thanks for listening and talk soon.